bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I don't have to break it to you. I don't have to tell you what it is. You know right now, Michael Mattioli, former police officer from uh, 2020 in the death of Joel Acevedo, was found not guilty. And... My number is 833-212-1017. I didn't know the verdict was coming back that soon. I thought that possibly the verdict would take over the weekend. But now we see that the wheels, I guess the wheels of justice don't grind. They go pretty fast. And I've heard a lot of different takes on it. I've heard, and I'm watching, the Acevedo family on TMJ4 TV. I've heard some of the trial, but not all of the trial. So I'm going to reserve my judgment for when I have more information. Um, get a hold of the, 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 the transcript when it's available to see what happened. Now, 
Instead of making assumptions, let's look at it. I, let me rephrase that. I'm going to look at it from the middle. Also want to remind you at 4.30, I have uh, Laurie Woodall, Concordia University theater director, to talk about a play that's coming. They're doing a Christmas carol, and she's going to talk about it and how you can get tickets and all that stuff. That'll be at 4.30. And then at 5 o'clock, we'll be live with our sister station, 620 WTMJ, so that we will be talking with John McCure and the Breaking TMJ News Center. And we'll be dissecting. So we'll be taking your calls. Um, It'll be pretty tight because we've got, you know, two stations and commercials and all sorts of stuff going on. But we thought that it was important to hear um, some of those things. I mixed with the verdict. Um, I think there has to be some culpability. And I was talking to the TMJ news director and she said, something that I had forgotten, there's going to be a civil trial. Um, I, don't risk, I don't wish any of this on anyone. Not the Acevedo family, not the Medioli family, not the police, nobody. Citizens, I don't wish this on anybody. It's a terrible place to be. It's a terrible time for everybody. Um, I think once the emotion whittles down, we'll start to get a clearer picture of what exactly happened and why the jury found, why the jury was initially deadlocked, and then the jury came back and they found him not guilty. We can speculate till we're blue in the face. We can speculate until the cows come home. Here's one thing I ask my brother and sister law enforcement officers. Don't be happy this happened. Don't cheer and be grateful that he got off. When you peel back the layers, it's still a white guy, killed a Hispanic guy, and should have been culpable for his actions. Even if it was small, and it may come through the civil court, But he's still responsible. You're responsible for your actions. But do you want to support a police officer who, from much of the reports that were reported, may have been high himself on cocaine? Those types of things. I mean, we have to look at everything about that person. Let's not just say he was a police officer or former police officer. At the time, he was on the Milwaukee Police Department, and he was coked up. That means he was taking drugs while he was a police officer, if that's what occurred. And if that's what occurred, he should not have been a police officer. I'm not talking about legal drugs or legal narcotics. I'm talking illegal. Throwing a party, having all sorts, it's, it's convoluted, but we'll talk about it in the five o'clock hour myself and my uh, teammate, John McCure on 620 WTMJ. And, and what are your thoughts? 833-212-1017.
Let me know what you think. Give me a call. I know some of you will text, but give me a call and let me know. I want to I wanna hear from you. 414 excuse me, 414 says just, wow. Four one four eight nine seven says, how can you guys be so surprised this is nothing new? And then I see a garbage can. 414699 says, I believe that the jury had no other choice because there were people, in my opinion, at that party that were very high profile people. And it would have been a serious hot mess if their identity was exposed. That's just my opinion. Unfortunately. Or fortunately, that's my opinion, too. Why don't we know who was at the party? Why haven't we heard all these other people? I don't get it. And now I got people telling me how to do my show. (laughs) Uh, So Grant said, all this information has been out there since 2020, yet you, the inside man, need to learn more about this case. Yes, because there are unsaid things that were done. Then they said the guest you have at 430 to tell a community about Christmas carols should be postponed. Your audience does not want to hear about Christmas carols right now. And besides, it's November 10th. So now you're telling me how to do my show. Interesting. Respectfully, sir, I'm disappointed in you and the system. Well, I'm disappointed in you, Grant, that you would think that you could tell somebody what to do in their own life, in their own show, in their own job. Seriously. Seems like nothing's ever enough for you, Grant. Interesting. Al said so much for justice. Again, I'm going to say before we... Did anybody, I want to talk to somebody who watched the trial all the way through. That's who I want to talk to. Dr. Ken, uh, Wayne said not even a manslaughter charge. I'm kind of shocked in that too, but I don't know if they charged him with manslaughter. What what did they? I'm checking. First degree reckless homicide, which technically is manslaughter. So, yeah, that's that's what that is. Um, in my opinion, it's outrageous. The prosecutor's office should be dismantled top to bottom. Well, we've been saying that for how long? But everybody kept saying it's something else. We've been trying to explain to people the issue with the justice system is the prosecution. It's the DA's office. That is the problem. But nobody wants to hear it. Everybody wants to believe what they want to believe. And that's my opinion. So for somebody to say, I shouldn't have that opinion and they should do this and do that. It's, it's kind of, yeah, it's a little disheartening. It's a little disheartening. But we will jump in. We will jump in in the five o'clock hour. We will listen to both sides and talk about it from both perspectives um 
But based on what I was hearing, I told someone it would either be a deadlock or it'll be not guilty. And everybody told me, you're crazy. And I said, based on the information and the evidence and the testimony. And we'll look at some of the some of the bumps and the bruises that the defense took and some of the bumps and bruises that the prosecutor took, the screw ups, the strangeness, the. Yeah. Interesting. 833-212-1017 is the number. You're listening to The Truth. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. What are your thoughts about the Mattioli verdict? Give me a call. Let me know. Al said, so much for justice. Let's not give up. White privilege can be dismantled. We got to go harder. I don't, I don't know if that was white privilege. Let's, let's find out what it is. Let's figure out what it is by reading and looking at the trial the arguments that were made let's let's dissect it so that we know and we can put a label on what it is okay 92782 said it's a sad day someone was killed and no one is going to be held responsible for it i hate to break it to you but that happens every day and There are times when people are not held responsible for things that they do. And it's very unfortunate. So then what do we do? And that's what I'm asking you. 833-212-1017. What do we do? How do we stop things like this from happening? How How do we stop the motion that started with the party? and the drugs that then led to this even happening. Because remember, when something happens between two people, no matter what, at best, the victim's got to take 1%. That's, That's what the law says civilly. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't know what to think about it. Because honestly, even though I called it based on the testimony that it would be 
Um, and I told my colleagues, my, my teammates, that it would be a deadlock or not guilty. That doesn't mean I don't think he should have gone to jail. It's manslaughter. It's, it's reckless homicide. The definition of reckless in Wisconsin state statutes is to have utter disregard for human life. Right? And so criminal reckless means the actor creates an unreasonable and substantial risk of death or great bodily harm to another human being. And the actor is aware of that risk. And yet that's not what happened. Hmm. You ever do something and then you do it and then you realize, why did I do that? Anyway, 833-212-1017. Let me check and see. You want to come on in? Cool. Give me, give me five minutes. Tori Lowe from the Tory Lowe Show is. What's going on? Okay. All right. Dun, 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 dun. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Uh, before we get to Tori Lowe, Brooke, you're on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. Hi. I just came in on the tail end of what you're saying, so I hope it's in reference to Mattioli yes. uh, and Joel Acevedo. That is correct. Okay, I'm down at the – I'm right now. I'm hurt more than anything. He shouldn't be allowed just to walk away. I'm, I, I don't know if I heard the different things wrong. But I remember hearing one of the medical examiners saying that the chokehold was the cause of death. So how can a person just walk away for free after they after someone ends up murdered? If if that was the the woman that testified in place of the of the medical examiner that retired, then she was only reading secondhand what he wrote. The problem with that is if he, if he had been there, it would have been firsthand testimony and it would have had significantly more weight had he testified. But for some reason, he couldn't be found. I don't know why. I don't know. And I don't know what that thing. is. Yeah. Yeah. Allow me to interject. That's yes, another ma'am. thing. Yes, Was ma'am. he scared away from coming to testify? We don't know. We don't know. Those are questions I have, sir. Was he scared? Because for, for, it's been three years. Correct. That is correct. So at this point, I feel like the justice system, well, we already knew. Don't blame the, the justice, justice system. Uh, doesn't uh, work for- blame the Milwaukee County District Attorney's Office for dragging their feet and doing a poor job at prosecution. Like, I've been saying, what, Tory, since I've been here, I've been saying... I've been saying since I've been here that the issue is the DA's office. Tory even said the issue is with the DA. But for some reason, we touch everybody so are around you that. Saying Chisholm, 
Chisholm dropped the ball. Most definitely. Okay. 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 See, Sorry. that's why I called because hey. I, I needed better insight into what I'm now because I am very angry and I'm very hurt. Well, you're seeing what you're seeing. This is Tori Lowe. You're seeing what you're seeing and you're feeling how you feel because you know it's something wrong. Right. And you know that yes, something ain't right. Is. And many times when I talk about D.A. John Chisholm in his office and how they handle a lot of these situations, a lot of the families that I had to deal with, I've sat in that office yep. right across from D.A. John Chisholm, and he meticulously masterminded the whole situation right in the front of the family and told the family that he wasn't going to uh, pursue certain charges against certain cases even with Derek Williams, when they came back from the inquest with the jury of the inquest trial saying that the police were liable and he still didn't want to charge those officers. And many times we forget the past. We have a quick memory or short memory due to the things that we're going through in life and things that we got to do on our, you know, our personal lives and things that we got to try to do to, to maintain. But we can't forget that there are other similar ideas that have taken place that many of us have walked away feeling how we feel right now yep. due to the DA's office. Yep. And and I have to say this for the public. This is another matter of people not voting. I can't stand when I hear family members say, well, it really doesn't make any sense to vote. It's not going to count. Yes, it does. Yep. Because certain ways we can vote to keep these people out of office that don't care about us. This is why I always tell people politics is local. But it seems like every time we need a change locally, somebody mentions Donald Trump's name and all of our energy changes to the president. When we've learned that Trump was president and nobody died, uh, uh, Obama was president, all, all the other side that didn't want nobody in office, nobody died. What does that tell you? That your life, your quality of life, your safety, depend, no, it depends on your local elected officials like John Chisholm. Well, let me just say this in closing. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I recently turned I recently turned sixty five years old, and I've seen Ernest the Ernest Lacy. Mm-hmm. I see. I was there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at this point, I just have to say I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. I understand. Thank you for calling, Brooke. I appreciate it. All right. Yeah. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. I'm. I'm. Anxious to hear at least 30 seconds before we go to break. And then we'll, we'll get um, uh, B. Ivory up in here. Right. What, what are your thoughts? Right now, I'm just thinking about as many times as I had to go through the situation over the last decade, f- walking away feeling like this. Yep. What in the world is going on with our system, with the DA's office? What, what? is going on with the prosecutor in this case. Right. Uh, short with the opening statement. Right. Uh, not Non-emotional right. with the finishing statements. Right. Uh, allowed the defense to just, you know, give Mattioli uh, humanization. Uh, right. You know, made him seem uh, reasonable. Well, that's that's his job. That's his job. But the problem is the prosecutor, the prosecutor didn't do their job. The prosecutor didn't do their job. At and, all. And to me, it sounded like, to me, what it looked to my eye from being in courtrooms and seeing mm-hmm. these things go down, that the prosecution kept a monotone voice, mm-hmm. didn't uh, attack him as a witness, right. 
it was so many things left on the table. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was so many questions left on the table. When somebody said, oh, it'll be done in a week, I'm like, what? You've been waiting three years, and it's going to, the trial, technically, the trial was only Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Right. Because they did closing arguments today. So, what? Like, huh? Mm, They got in and got out. If they did closing arguments last night, that means that you only had Tuesday and Wednesday to really hear testimony. What? Yeah. I, and and I've been I've been saying this since I've been in the criminal justice system. Cops got lights on them. They got cameras. When they mess up, usually other cops will dime them out, right? But the prosecutor, immunity. And and there's nothing you can do. When you have you vote them out. People who participate in a in a homicide at a party with cocaine, drugs. Everything right. like that. Right. They did not test these people. It's a dead body in the house. Everybody's partying. You see signs of alcohol. Well, you need a you need a, you need a you need a uh, um, subpoena warrant. All okay, to, but what I'm saying is, somebody to you you put them in handcuffs until you get it right. Mm, uh, I mean, there are everybody has. I rights. see brothers now. Hold on, everybody has. All rights. right, I, I'm just talking about from what I'm seeing and what I've dealt with. Right. What I'm saying is that many times when this when things like this takes place. We don't know anything because uh, the only thing that they know is Joel Acevedo had cocaine in his system. Right. Due, due, due to the autopsy report. But you do understand we follow the right thing to do when it's them. Right? We got to follow to the letter. Yeah. No, we got to get a we got to get a warrant for his blood. We got to get a warrant for you would have coerced the other guy into going to Facts. You know, hey, can you, come on, can you help us out? We're just going to get some blood. Come on. You, you know would have talked him into it. Yeah. Him, oh, no, we got to follow the rules. If we can't get a warrant, then we can't get blood. It we was can't so many it. holes in it's this situation. So it's completely. And it was outright blatant, too. It yeah. was like, hey, we've. this is about to happen. It's the same thing when and it Chief ain't Jones. You can do about it. It's the same thing when Chief Jones lost his lawsuit. The city attorney did the worst job of defending him. Almost guaranteed that the seventeen white lieutenants would win. Who does an opening statement <laughs> less than five minutes? That's that's crazy. Who do a closing statement with no emotion? Right. No. Hey, you know this is what. And wouldn't going you put your top person on this? Hey. Like, wouldn't you like pull out all stops? No objections. <laughs> Just letting the defense run wild in the courtroom. Yeah. I, hey, buddy did his job. I'm raising my. I, yep. I, I had a raised eyebrow all week, <laughs> and I got a cramp in my eyebrow yep. from watching this because yeah. I think that I, it was so many things that was going on with this trial that I was like, "Hey, wait a minute! Like, right. like is this really they, going on yeah. like this?" And it was. First thing I said is, "Why is the woman who's the current medical examiner testifying when she has absolutely nothing to do with this right. and she didn't examine the body. All she can do is read what the other person said. Hey, I want to I I tell you what Tory Lowe said. Tory Lowe's not here. We don't have a recording of Tory Lowe. Tory Lowe not even in the state, but, but I'm going to tell you what Tory Lowe said. You're going to look at me like, yeah, whatever. But if I play something or show a video or actually have Tory there, it's all the difference in the world. They did. Would the prosecutor would have even put any pressure on? Right. See, I, I didn't see no None. pressure applied. Yep. In this case, yep. how do you have two witnesses that's working for the defense? <laughs> I'm just. And and they were this. part of the situation. And watch this. 
of all the people that I respect because I've known him the longest, Jeffrey Jensen, he was going to go in and say exactly what he said. He don't want, he not on nobody's side. He's not on nobody. But what it, but what counts is who you testify for. He could have easily testified for the prosecution and they brought him in for the defense. Mm. So the caliber of your witness matters too. Jeff Jensen is known around the world. He ain't going to lie. He's going to say, look, I read this. This is what this means. This is my opinion. That's it. Whatever y'all decide, that's on y'all. In and out, in the middle. But for some reason, I would have thought the prosecutor would have brought him in. Like wouldn't, the, like, wouldn't you find the best person you could find and say, hey, I need you to come in and that's testify That's what I'm me. talking about. This but they didn't do none of that. was a half-A job <laughs> by the prosecution and the DA's office. Yeah. And it was like a, a, a choreographed dance <laughs> that, was, that was already pre-discussed. Yeah, so, all right. Well, thank you. Hey, I appreciate did, you. I think B. Ivy Lamar wanted to call in. Oh, we're going we gonna to take a break, and then we're going we gonna to get him on, too. Okay. Hey, look. Yep. Hey, Dr. Ken, I think that I'm going I'm, I'm to unplug this weekend. Right, who you telling? Tori. They got my blood pressure Tori. up on this one, man. Tori. Dr. Ken, they got Tori. my blood pressure up. Tori. May I, may I say something? Go right ahead. No disrespect, Matt. No, go right ahead. Why you lying? No, this guy about blood pressure. Phone five minutes after you leave here. Stop. No, I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking about on the weekend. This you is and Friday. I both know. Am I lying? <laughs> Liz, am I lying? Hey. He know he going to answer his phone. He's going to be right back out there in the trenches. Hey. Scarf, cap, in the rain, in the cold, in the snow, handling business. Don't even quit it. Look, Dr. Ken, if something quit ever it. happened to me, <laughs> if they say it's pre-existing conditions, just... No, it's over for me. Let's just say I will find a job where I can go back on the job so I can investigate. And refight the case. Yes, sir. (laughs) All right. Take care. All right. Hey. Traffic, sports, and weather up next. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. We had Tori Lowe in talking about the Joel Acevedo, um, Michael Mattioli incident where Michael Mattioli, former Milwaukee police officer, was found not guilty by a jury today. We have on the line with us B. Ivory Lamar. How's it going, man? Hey, Dr. Ken, man, how you doing? I'm, I'm, as a former 30-year in law enforcement, roughly, um, having testified at trials with cops and against cops and seeing yeah. things, there's a lot of holes that are yeah. missing in this trial. Absolutely, absolutely. We definitely, uh, I can tell you, you know, we are disheartened by 
the, the outcome and, um, you know, just really just kind of trying to get through the moment. Yep. yep. It's been a three-and-a-half-year road, and, you know, it's, uh, you know, many times officers are not even charged. And um, so we thought the evidence was pretty clear here in which, you know, obviously, you know, the family's just really disappointed in the outcome. Now, I have to I have to challenge one thing because I'm a contrarian. Not every time someone dies in police custody is the officer's fault. Right. And not right. every time a person dies from a, from a police related shooting is it the officer's fault. But right. when you admit choking somebody and they died, it's it's kind of a non-starter to have a trial. Like I mean, you admitted it, they got you on video. At at what point do we do we say there's an issue? Not necessarily with the police, but I've been always complaining there's an issue with the prosecution. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, as as has been discussed, the way in which this case was prosecuted, you know, I've definitely seen a lot more uh, prosecutors be aggressive and assertive and and presenting the case. And I think the other issues that were involved here is that, I mean, if we, even if we go back from three, three um, plus years ago, the family uh-huh. advocated for not only Michael Mattioli to be charged, but also Andrew Jankowski. So here we are with a situation whereas Michael Mattioli is criminally charged for uh, his restraints and his actions on the upper body right. of Joel Acevedo, right. whereas Andrew Jankowski admittedly uh, held and restrained the lower part of Joel's body, his legs, and so forth, and he's not charged at all. So, again, we thought that both of them should have been charged, at least with, you know, party two um, from Andrew Jankowski, and I think when the jury perhaps considers his testimony, um, I think obviously he would be in a different light had he been a defendant in the case. So, I mean, there's a lot of different issues um, that kind of, you know, went went across the whole three and a half years. But, you know, here we are. I I kind of see it probably probably because I'm so close to understanding the state statutes and how the enhancers and all that stuff work. I can I can see both sides of party to a crime for reckless homicide, but. I'm pretty sure, 99% sure, I can't prove that the holding of his legs directly caused his death. Had I, I'm trying to see where, had, had I helped maybe hold his shoulders down and he couldn't breathe, that might be. But legs, it's, it's kind of a toss-up. And, of course, with prosecutors, if they don't think they can win it, they don't bother. That's another right. issue. So, uh, yeah, yeah. B. Ivory, do, do me a favor. Tell everybody who you are and what it is you do. I'm attorney B. Ivory Lamar. Uh, practice here in Wisconsin. Obviously, I'm a, uh, I'm a hometown. Uh, this is my hometown in Milwaukee. Um, also practice in Texas and Georgia. Handle a lot of the um, high-profile cases here in the city. Um, you know, also represent celebrities. T.I. and Tiny are amongst uh, my clients. Um, do a lot of civil rights, um, personal injury work, uh, some criminal defense as well. So uh, that's me. Oh, yeah, that's you. That's you. And so you've been doing some great work around the city. And so 
I, I thought it'd be interesting just to get your take on it because you understand the law in a different way than I do because you understand the complexities and the, you know, how to work around issues and problems and filling out forms and, and rules of law that many people just don't have an understanding. So I thank you for coming on today. Yeah. Appreciate it. Anything else you want to add? Absolutely. No, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, the only thing I will add is that, you know, obviously we, we can also always assess the, you know, the prosecution and, and, you know, how they did certain things. But I think it's also a call to our community um, to engage. And I said this Monday on the Tory Lowe show is that, uh, you know, we got to answer the call for jury duty. There right. are so many people in order for this system to work appropriately. Yep. You know, we got to have a broad cross section of our participation. That's and, right. What I've seen a lot from my community is, you know, trying to get out of it. Oh, I got to work. I got to do this. And I understand all those things, but we got to think about if it was one of our loved ones. And um, if we had vested interests, we would definitely want to make sure that we have a fair representation on that jury pool. And that's very essential when we look at these type of cases, especially involving officer conduct. So that's something I just, you know, want to continue to, to advocate for because um, that's something I think is definitely necessary to effectuate change. I appreciate it. B. Ivory Lamar, attorney at law. Thank you so very much, sir. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Dr. Kier. All right. Take care. We've got more talking text. We've got phone calls. 833-212-1017 is the number. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm going to have to get to these calls really quick. Ron, you're on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. How are you? I'm disturbed. Um, I don't know about the history of the judge. I know many people are disturbed about Mr. Chisholm's history. Right. Um, But I'm very concerned about how the judge, I heard only on this radio station, that the judge was not going to allow the video to be seen in clarity because it would be damaging to Mr. Mattioli. That seems like the judge is suppressing information that's critical. Okay. And that's, I'll leave my comment there because uh, other people should get on and uh, thank you much. All right. Thank you much, Ron. And so he's, he's, he's right. So looking at certain parts of that video, and seeing a dead body or right what or someone unconscious may cause someone to think more harshly of one person than the other by virtue of showing it those things that are overly prejudicial cause people to causes judges not to do that And so, and so, 
the the importance of that. So the the thing that really causes it is is the fact that it's it's so disturbing to me that this guy like literally went and killed somebody and nobody said anything about it. I, I just find I just find that out. Marlon Marlon, you're on the award-winning. Hello? Okay. Winky Blue, you're on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. Hey, good afternoon to you. I was sitting back listening. I I barely, rarely Uh chime in at you, but you said something that struck a chord with me. You said that every death in police custody is not necessarily the police fault. That's what you said before the two lower callers. Correct. Okay. This boy wasn't killed in police custody, and that's what messed me up. Like that's what made me pick the phone up because he was not killed in police custody. And I wish the the, the people that really want to want justice to be done sometimes should fall back and work it at a different angle because this was really not a police issue where the boy died in custody. His Miranda rights hadn't been read. He wasn't wasn't arrested with cuffs on his legs or on his arm. He was at a party. He was at a civilian party kicking it. Now, what makes me think that the feds has got a good shot at this is civil rights was violated. The boy asked to leave. And go home, and that's on the nine one one tape. Okay. At this point, if I did it, or you did it, not under the badge, did it, it would be called a false imprisonment. But you understand? But no, 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 no. Hang on, blue. Winky, I go. I'm leaving. Winky, I had to let that whole go. But Winky, he wasn't acting under the color of law. You know what's going to happen? Winky, you're going to charge me. Winky, with. I'll wait. I'll wait for Winky to finish. Marlon, you're on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. Hey, how you doing? I'm sorry about that before. That's quite all right. Um, Yeah, so, you know, we have a right to be angry, but I feel we have a right to, we should be more angry at ourselves and our community. Uh, we are the largest sick. We don't participate in the jury process. Okay. You know, things don't go our way, so we don't vote. Right. John, there should be no reason... Chisholm should be a DA still. We had a black woman, Verona Swanigan, who was trying to be the DA. And, you know what I mean? And and you just keep hearing all this other, other stuff. And and it doesn't, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not I'm not happy that this happened. Right. But realistically, it's our fault as a community. You know, there's no reason why we're, we're quote-unquote, the blackest city in America. And I'm going to put you back on hold, Marlon, because your phone is... Dipping out. But I, I get the point. There's no reason why we're one of the blackest cities in America, but yet we don't participate in our jury duty. We don't participate in voting. We don't participate in those things that are part of a democracy that's going to allow us to be able to 
have a vote, have a voice in what happens. And so that's why it's important. You look around, that's why it's so important that we do. In the 5 o'clock hour, I'm going to be on 620 WTMJ. 620 WTMJ is going to be on 1017 The Truth, and we're going to simulcast, and we're going to talk to both audiences and talk about um, the Michael Mattioli verdict and what's going on. We'll be, there, we'll be simulcasting for about 30 minutes or so. We'll start at about 5.06, just to give you a heads up, and then you'll, you'll be able to kind of see both sides. Um, if if we take any calls, um, we'll. I'm trying to think. We'll probably use 620's number. So make sure you um, get that in your head. I think it's eight five five two one two one six twenty. So you know, make sure you do that. We got the talk and text line here. So we'll 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 be listening and talking and and dissecting it with um, 620 WTMJ along here with. 1017 the truth so we can kind of hear from both sides of the aisle we'll hear from Pella windows and doors of wisconsin would drastically drastically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors so Pella windows and doors can have them installed in as little as six weeks and now you can save more by taking advantage of a no interest no down payment loan for up to 36 months when you order by november 30th set Set up your free in-home consultation with PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 1130 of 2023.